I will tell them, go ahead and try your hands. There will be only two routes for you. One, maybe you will fail, but you will learn from your mistakes. And number two, maybe you'll get success and then the sky is the limit. So just don't hold your ideas to yourself. That's the piece of advice my dad gave me. I mean, there is, if you want to do something, just go ahead and do that. At least you will have that in the back of your mind. You have tried and there is nothing wrong. That's not end of the word. If you will fail and if you will pass, like I have mentioned earlier, sky is the limit. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I am your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where I help uh, startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Now, today we've got another great guest on the podcast, Shaviv uh, Agrawal. And uh, Shaviv uh, came to the U.S. about uh, 15 years ago from uh, India looking for an opportunity. Uh, ended up uh, going off and uh, getting an MBA. And then afterwards, uh, worked for a couple different uh, IT consulting companies. Um, and then had an idea for a website development marketing firm. Um, and so started that, continued to build her network and learn from there and, uh, and continuing to grow, uh, grow the business. So with that much as a uh, quick introduction, welcome on the podcast. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Excited to have you on. So so I just gave a quick overview to a, a much longer journey. And so why don't we uh, rewind and unpack that a little bit um, So tell us a little bit about uh, how your journey got started uh, coming over from India and, uh, and uh, studying uh, your MBA? Sure. So I came here in the States 15 years back without having any agenda in mind. We came here with four bags and without having any footings. We just came here because we heard a lot about America. It's a, it's a land of opportunity. So we were just trying multiple different things. But when we came here, I thought the easiest and the fastest route to start something your own is going through the student route. So I joined MBA. And mm -hmm. after joining MBA, I was working and doing internship on CPT and OPT. And while doing that, I was still brainstorming how to get a job in a Fortune 500 companies. And I was not seeing any route or any channel to get into it. So I was discussing with my friends, my colleagues, and they all decided to join IT consulting firm. So I followed the same and I joined a business analyst consulting firm in Bay Area. And I thought they will train me and they will find me a job in Fortune 100 company where they ended up hiring me back office. So I worked with them and that was that day I was on cloud nine, but after spending two, three years in IT consulting firms, since I grew up in a business family in India, I thought that was somewhere in my blood. So I thought, let me start something my own since I'm here in the land of the opportunity, Silicon Valley. So I came up with this idea of starting website designing and the digital marketing company, because regardless which business domain you belong to, you need website you have to have online presence. So I thought, let me try my hands. And fortunately, everything worked out. And that was kind of the initial step into the entrepreneurship uh, journey. That That's from where my company started. 
So let's uh, rewind that just a little bit. So you were at the the IT consulting firms, and I think you worked for a, a couple different uh, ones over a period of how long or how long were you uh, working for the the consulting firms? Sure. So three years, I have worked in three different companies. All three companies were based out of Bay Area. One company, they were kind of placing uh, students and uh, ex experienced IT graduates to business analysts, project management areas. Other company, they were expert in Salesforce training and placements. And the third company I worked with, they were working on the cancer uh, tools. Pretty much I spent one, one, one year in each three companies and learned a lot. Now, just kind of a, maybe one quick follow-up question to that, which is, so, you, you know, one year in about each of those companies was a, you know, hey, I want to try to get a lot of different experiences. So you kind of uh, switch between the different companies. Was it, hey, I can't get along with everybody and every year I have to find new people. Was it, hey, you know, I haven't quite found my niche or what I want to do or kind of what motivated kind of, you know, every uh, year or so uh, making that uh, that switch or that change? So that's a very great question, Devin. What I have learned about myself when I was working in these companies that I cannot do same work every day. Mm -hmm. So that's why maybe because when I'm running my own show, my own company now, I deal with very unique domains every now and then. Believe me or not, I have touched on 70 plus domains. So, I mean, it's unique. Uh, so that's what I have learned about myself. I cannot do same tool testing every day. I cannot do business analyst requirement gathering every day. I have to have unique work and I, I challenging work. So I think that that was the thing I was exploring new companies, new roles every now and then. Hmm. Now that, uh, that makes sense. And so you're saying, okay, Hey, I would like, you know, doing the same thing day in and day out just isn't uh, fit with what I want to do long term. So you kind of switch around between the different companies before landing on, you know, deciding to, to go your own route or to, to try your own thing. Now, as you decide or kind of figure out what that was and you say, OK, we're going to work on, you know, website development and kind of going down that route and helping businesses and that, you know, how did you land on that was kind of the direction you wanted to go or how did you figure out that was kind of what you wanted to build a business around? So it. I learned so much by doing it. Initially, I had no directions. I was just trying to win or earn one project because it's very difficult for a startup entrepreneur without, without having anything in your portfolio, how you will pitch a potential, potential client. So it was very difficult initially, but fortunately I tried multiple different potential clients and I earned one project and that client owned three, four restaurants. So I earned three, four projects. So from there, my it was difficult initially, honestly, because without having any portfolio, without having any experience, without having any guidance directions, but somehow I think luck was in my favor and I did not give up. Uh, it worked out and I see like since that time until now, my graph is beautifully growing. No, that's awesome. So now, now when you decided, okay, I want to kind of go my own or go my own path or, or do my own thing, did you make that jump to full, you know, to over full time? In other words, to say, hey, I quit my job, didn't or and got or dived in full to, or head first into this company. Did you kind of start as a side hustle and grow from there and transition over, or kind of how did you go about uh, or making that transition? So initially, I was working and I was doing this on the side, but when I kind of get a complete 
hang on it. And I thought, you know, let me quit my job and 100% focus on it so that I can go with full force and try all multiple different avenues to look for clients and to learn also. Like, for example, I have started with website designing, but I have started getting requirements of digital marketing, search engine optimization, email blast and whatnot. So I have opened multiple different avenues under one roof. So I started with part-time and I was doing this on the side, but after one year I quit my job and I was just focusing on my company. Hmm. No, sounds like it was a good transition and, uh, and it was a, a good process. So now, so you make that uh, full-time transition and that was around 2000, 2001. Is that right? 2014. Oh, 2014. I was off on my years, but uh, so you make that now that uh, transition and kind of go full time and start to build the business now, kind of walk us through what was that iteration? You kind of mentioned you iterated a little bit on the focus and kind of the, the services you provided, but as you're diving into doing the business and uh, kind of doing it full time, was it something that, you know, it took off and it was just, you know, more money raining down from the sky and more work than you knew what to do with? Or was it a slow growth or is it one where you're always teetering on the, the verge of bankruptcy or somewhere in the middle or kind of walk us through how that or as the, the business grew and iterated uh, how that to progress? Sure. So initially it was very difficult for me to find my niche. I was not sure to whom to approach because there are a lot of big players in the market. So I was going myself with few few other part-time contractors I have hired here in Bay Area and exhibiting in multiple conferences, doing networking, attending multiple networking events and whatnot to figure out my niche, to figure out what is working out for me long-term. And I have decided, I have started with WordPress and WooCommerce and gradually we have started getting into social media marketing and digital marketing. And it has started picking up, but uh, it is, it was challenging to convince and convert the clients in this challenging Bay Area market. But I opened up to other states as well. And fortunately, now I have clients in all over 52 states of America. We have worked with many multiple different domain clients. And so far in six years, we have implemented successfully 1,000 plus WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify websites. And we have our if, if I see my graph, it is beautifully growing and I see there is still a lot of potential to scale up my business. But initially in one or two years, it was, I would say, a struggling time where I was learning and figuring out a lot of things by doing it. Awesome. No, it sounds like it was a, a good journey and a good iteration. So now as you kind of progress through that, catch us up a little bit, where's the business at today? Kind of what's going on and uh, kind of where do you guys uh, see things headed? I mean, uh, I would like to take it to the next level. Now, my target audience are just small, mid-sized business owners who cannot afford to have in-house team. So those are my niche. We approach them regardless they are from construction industry or they are from restaurant industry or they are from medical practitioner, dentist, home health, hospice, or old age living. My target audience are the businesses who cannot afford and who really do not understand the value of social media marketing. That is another sad point, Evan. A lot of clients of mine, they are millennials, they are billionaires, they are running, they are, their turnovers are 10 million every year or 15 million every year, but they really don't understand the value of digital marketing. So when I communicate with the CFOs, CPOs or CEOs, I educate them, you know, you really cannot afford to ignore the 
power or ignore this channel of digital marketing like Google Business, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. These are magical if you can utilize those platforms in a in a in a right way, correct way. Mm. No, makes sense. So it sounds like, you know, as, as you guys continue to expand and to, to grow into, or continue to expand and to grow and, uh, and help a lot of businesses along the way and get a lot of variety, it sounds like a great place to be. So, well, now as, uh, as we are, uh, are reaching towards the, um, the present day of your journey and even looking a little bit into the, in the future, um, great time to transition to the two questions I always like to ask towards the end of each episode. So we'll jump to those now. So the first question I always like to ask is, along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made? And what'd you learn from it? So when when I was getting back-to-back non-stop website designing requirements, I kind of built that confidence I can get into the custom software development. So I kind of took the initiative and took the step forward. So one of my clients based out of New York, California, they are banquet hall owners. They were using a third-party software. So I reached out to them. I said, why are you giving that small chunk to third-party software company? Why you might as well have a custom software built in-house and we can do that for you. And I proposed them and they kind of agreed and they gave us opportunity to design the custom software where I don't think so we were ready. So we burnt our fingers there. So that was the worst decision to get into the custom software without fully prepared for that. So I would say uh, if any entrepreneur startup, if they are planning to get into something, they should do their homework prior to, you know, getting or jumping into it. Hmm. No, I think that uh, definitely makes sense. You know, and that's kind of one where, you know, it's interesting from a, a bit different perspective, but, you know, on a lot of times business, you're looking at whether or not you can one, take on new projects or you can expand your skill sets and even two, whether you should build it or buy it or rent it or lease it. And all those areas are kind of a, a bit of the unknown and can uh, provide sometimes some great opportunities for the business, but it can also be an area where you can uh, misstep or make mistakes. And then you get to learn from there, learn from that as well. So it sounds like a, a great uh, mistake to learn from. Right. Second question now that I like to ask is now if you're talking to somebody that's uh, just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? I will I will tell them, go ahead and try your hands. There will be only two routes for you. One, maybe you will fail, but you will learn from your mistakes. And number two, maybe you'll get success and then the sky is the limit. So just don't hold your ideas to yourself. That's the piece of advice my dad gave me. I mean, there is, if you want to do something, just go ahead and do that. At least you will have that in the back of your mind. You have tried and there is nothing wrong. That's not end of the word. If you will fail and if you will pass, like I had mentioned earlier, sky's the limit. No, I think that's uh, definitely a great uh, piece of advice and uh, a great takeaway. So, well, now as, as we start to wrap towards the, uh, the end of the episode, if people want to reach out to you, they want to be a customer, they want to be a client, they want to be an employee, employee they want to be an investor, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out to you, contact you, find out more? They can email me. Uh, my email ID is siliconvalleywebsolutions at gmail.com. And they can always visit my website to know more about me, my services, my experience, my journey. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. They can inbox me there. So I'm always open to meet and network with new people. 
Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage people to reach out, uh, support a great business, make a new connection. If nothing else, uh, make a new best friend. So well, with that, thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's been a fun. It's been a pleasure. Now, for all of you the listeners that are out there, if you have your own journey to share and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, we'd love to have you. So just go to uh, inventiveguest.com. Apply to be on the show. A couple more things as listeners. Make sure to click share, subscribe, leave us a review. Helps us to reach even more startups and small businesses to help them along their journey to success. And on that note, if you ever need help with patents or trademarks or anything else with your startup or your small business, just go to strategymeeting.com. Grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Well, thank you again, Shaviv, for uh, coming on the podcast and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you, David. Thank you so much for having me.